Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things, you know, inquiries, contracts, payments? It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. I just had a client the other day ask if we could start posting on a new social media platform. And my response to that was, absolutely, we would love to help support you in that. That's outside of your current package, but you could add that on to your retainer for X amount of dollars per month. Let me know if you're interested and I'll go ahead and send over an invoice. And it was that simple. And it kept it really straightforward to where they could either say yes or no. Because they're coming to me saying, okay, can you post to this other social media platform? And I don't mind posting to that other social media platform. But at the same time, you have to value your time and energy enough to be like, yes, I can do that for you for this price. And this is exactly how much it's going to cost and what you can expect as opposed to being like, absolutely. And then that's where you get the scope creep. Have you ever felt like society isn't built for moms? Maybe you're a mama with a tiny voice in your head telling you there must be another way to balance it all. You know, working, momming, all the things. Yep, I had it too. And it likely means you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Amanda Rush, a Southern mama with big city sensibilities. I'm the girl that took a daydream and built a profitable virtual assistant business all in the middle of a global pandemic. Now, I work from home alongside some of the biggest bloggers and influencers while running a six-figure agency. Come along as we dive into business, marketing, strategy, and real life as a female entrepreneur. I'm all about simple, easy, actionable steps that get real results. This podcast is for the millennial mom that is ready to kick imposter syndrome and start making money on her own terms. Get ready as we dig in, do the work, and redefine what it means to be a working mom. This is the Millennial Mom Movement. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement podcast. So in case you guys didn't know, my kids are home with me for the summer as I'm sure so many other moms kids are home with them for the summer as well and it's been a little like crazy and wild and fun 
but it's also been loud because I have two boys, a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And as you can imagine, trying to find time to sneak away to record a podcast has been challenging, which is why I knew that would be the case. And I batch recorded the majority of the podcast episodes for this summer. But I had a question pop up recently from a full-time VA student and I thought that it was so relevant that I was like, you know what? I'm going to steal a few minutes during nap time. I'm going to pop behind the mic and record this episode for you guys because I feel like this is one that I get a lot from alumni of full-time VA who have gone through the program, gotten certified, and are now working with clients. A lot of times they'll come back and be like, Amanda, I'm in this next phase of business and I'm kind of past that 101, but I'm still like in that first one to two years. And this is one of the questions that I get a lot. Okay. So before we dive into this question, I just have to take a moment because I am recording this podcast basically in real time. It's going to go out like a few days after I recorded this. I legit spent two hours on my phone last night on the app threads. Two hours, you guys. Now, for someone that works in the online space, in case you're new around here, I run a virtual assistant agency for bloggers and influencers. So while we're not really a social media management company, we're on social media a lot because we do a lot of content creation and a lot of content repurposing, which requires us to make sure that we're following along with our clients' stories, keep up to date on trends, understand the algorithm, all of these things so that we can help make sure that our clients are creating content that converts, they're optimizing their affiliate income, and that they have a solid strategy across all platforms. So with that comes kind of like this pressure to be the first one to adapt things or adopt things. So For instance, as soon as TikTok dropped, I'm like, okay, let's go learn TikTok. As soon as Lemonade dropped, I'm like, okay, another new platform. And now here we have threads. And at first I was annoyed. I'm like, oh my gosh, of course, here we go. Another app that drops in the middle of the Nordstrom anniversary sale, which is basically the busiest time of year for our agency. If this, and by the way, if you guys are interested in learning more about the behind the scenes of running a virtual assistant agency for bloggers, let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Amanda Rush Holmes because I could go on and on about what our day-to-day looks like, but I also don't want to bore you. So anyways, this is a very busy time for us. To put things into perspective, we have created, I counted it up earlier today, over 600 graphics for the Nordstrom anniversary sale in the past four days. Four days because we're coming off of 4th of July. So we were closed for 4th of July for the holiday. And then we kind of like we semi worked a little bit the day before, but not really. And so we basically had three a three day work week, which is amazing. But we're cramming in a five-day work week into a three-day work week plus it's busy so it like would have been more work anyways long story short it's crazy and then this new app drops which in case you guys have not joined threads or just you know haven't taken the time to download the app basically what it is is it's twitter it's made by instagram and i think that it's very interesting because of multiple different things but the first one is it's super simple it Yes, you have the ability to 
type out text. You can post memes, images, graphics, and videos. But it's not like Instagram where you have reels that you can create in the platform and you can't have ads on it and you can't schedule things. Like it's very much in its beta prime. But here's the really cool thing about it. Over 3 million people joined within like the first day, which is insane. And so what's really cool about it is that you can transfer your information like it's actually linked to Instagram and it'll even have a link on Instagram if you've joined that says like go follow me on threads and then somebody can click that and go to your threads profile as well so it's very interesting to see how they're sort of integrating the platforms and encouraging content repurposing I even found a spot inside of threads where you can export all of your threads that you've created into like a google doc So for somebody that spends a lot of time on threads and is creating organic content for that platform, that would be very cool to grab that and send it to a virtual assistant and be like, hey, make me a podcast script from this. Make me a blog post. Make me an email. Make me blah, 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 based on whichever threads did well. So long-term wise, me and my glass ball predict that threads is not going anywhere especially because it's had so much hype in such a short amount of time it reminds me of the tiktok craze where everybody's like oh this is just a short time frame it's not gonna last and like here we are i don't know how many when did tiktok start like 2020 three years later and it's still going strong so anyways my advice to you is if you're not on threads get on there and have fun with it. It feels like the Wild West. I just like post random thoughts on there and it feels a lot more freeing to just type something that I'm thinking and hit enter and not have to worry about it being curated or have the right trending audio or make sure that the picture quality is good or whatever and make sure that the grid is pretty and all of that. Like I can literally just post and it doesn't feel like it matters if that makes sense. So it'll be interesting to see how the influencer world it adapts to this new platform and how businesses use it, it seems like everybody's kind of treading lightly in terms of pushing like their funnels and sales and masterclasses and all of that, which is honestly a fresh breath of air. But I'm curious to see how long that is going to last. So all that to be said, if you want to hang out on threads, feel free to go follow me. It's the same handle as what's on Instagram. Okay, that was a small tangent, but that is where my head's been at the past 24 slash 48 hours. So now you're all cut up. I basically am living in threads and Nordstrom anniversary sale at this current moment in time. And we also just had a new hire, which we're going to be doing a whole episode all around hiring. Actually, I think that might be coming out in two weeks. So that'll be something to look forward to. But in the meantime, let's get back to this question that our full-time VA alumni student had. And here it is. For the sake of privacy, we're going to call her Molly because I don't want to put anybody on blast that is not wanting to be put on blast. So we're going to call this student Molly. And Molly sent me a message and was like, just for reference, by the way, Molly is a certified virtual assistant through full-time VA. She had sort of graduated from that beginner stage and is now working with clients, which is so exciting. And this is one of her first like grouping of clients that she has. 
And Molly is a podcast virtual assistant, meaning that she specializes in podcasting as a virtual assistant, and she has a couple of different services and packages under that podcasting umbrella. And so the situation, which is what happens so frequently, and honestly, this has even happened to me and our agency as of recently, where you deliver your beautiful brochure to the client. You're like, here's package A, which is typically like a lower package, package B, which is the middle package, and then let's say package C, which is a higher tier package, and typically they're tiered in pricing and in workload. And let's say the client in this situation for Molly went with package A, which was her baseline package, which is no problem at all because that's what fit into the client's business budget. And Molly is happy to service people in package A through C. So she was excited. However, what had happened was once they actually started working together, there was this phrase that we have coined called scope creep. And essentially what this means is that the scope of work or the package that was purchased versus the amount of work that is being executed does not line up. So scope creep is like the scope of work is creeping up over the package that they've purchased. So let me give you an example. Let's say that somebody purchases, in this case, it was a podcasting package. So let's say somebody purchases a podcast package for you. And the agreement was that you would edit one episode a week and the length of the episode would be like 20 minutes long. But then the client sends you an episode every week and the episodes are actually closer to an hour. You have two options here. Do you A, go back to the client and be like, hey, listen, this is outside of the scope of work that you have agreed upon and this actually falls into package B, I would love to continue to service you under package B, but unfortunately, this isn't part of package A. Or do you chalk it up as a learning experience because there is a possibility that your packages were not clear enough? So a lot of times this happens when you're working with a client under a retainer package. This doesn't necessarily happen as much with an hourly rate package because typically you're just billing for the hours that are spent on the work that's being done. So you can't really scope creep unless, well, it just doesn't really work. But this does frequently happen with retainer packages. So for instance, if let's say a client signs on for social media management and you've agreed to do a month's worth of social media management. That could mean three posts a week, or that could mean seven posts a week, plus custom graphics, plus custom reels, plus reposting to seven other social media platforms. And so you can see that the difference in the two make a big difference in the scope of work. And so a lot of times this happens when we are not super clear on either one, what it is that the client needs from us, or two, we haven't specifically outlined the roles and responsibilities when we came up with the retainer package. Now, 
This, I don't typically see this happen with very streamlined services. However, if you're a little bit more of a generalized VA or if you happen to offer multiple services under one umbrella, this is typically where I see this happening. And this is why this has even happened in our own agency where we're so excited. We start working with a client. They sign on for, I don't know, I'm just going to say package B. And package B is a mid-tier package. But then once we start working, it turns out that the amount of work that they want done actually fits into package C. So the situation is challenging because, one, you don't want to have to tell the client no. But two, you don't also want to have to go back and ask the client for more money after just starting to work together because that could jeopardize the relationship. So you're in sort of this pickle. And this is why I get this question a lot is like, what do I do? And so here's my advice. You can take it or leave it. But this is what I found to work as of recently. Basically, I have a templated response for this. And I say something along the lines of, We absolutely adore you and your content, and we love working with you and supporting you in any capacity. We would love to insert blank. For instance, I just had a client the other day ask if we could start posting on a new social media platform. And my response to that was, absolutely, we would love to help support you in that. That's outside of your current package, but you could add that on to your retainer for X amount of dollars per month. Let me know if you're interested and I'll go ahead and send over an invoice. And it was that simple. And it kept it really straightforward to where they could either say yes or no because they're coming to me saying, okay, can you post to this other social media platform? And I don't mind posting to that other social media platform. But at the same time, you have to value your time and energy enough to be like, yes, I can do that for you for this price. And this is exactly how much it's gonna cost and what you can expect, as opposed to being like, absolutely, and then that's where you get the scope creep. Now, you also have to recognize that sometimes the reason that scope creep exists is because the package and the expectations were not clearly laid out from the beginning. And if that's the case, you have to own that as the business owner and as the virtual assistant, and That might be a situation where you do go to the client and say, okay, listen, you know, this is the amount of time that I'm spending on the workload. This is the breakdown of all the things. Based on this, it fits into package C. Would you like to bump up to package C or is there something on this list that you would like, you know, to take off or to delegate to somebody else on the team so that we can stay within your current pricing because you want to be respectful of their business budget. If you frame it in a sense that you're here to support them and you're willing to work with them, no matter what that looks like, whether that is taking something off of that list and staying in package B, or they're like, no, I want the sun and the moon and the stars and everything underneath it. Please do all the things. Yes, let's bump up to package C. I've done this multiple times with clients And it works out really well. And a lot of times we'll flex up and down throughout the year and we sort of anticipate that going forward. So we say, hey, it looks like you're going to have a really busy month in August because you have this, 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 and this going on. Do you want to go ahead and purchase additional X? Or 
maybe you pitch it to them say hey i think it would be really beneficial if you did this event in your business i would love to help support you with that here's what my package looks like for that and that's also a really easy way to increase your services and the amount of revenue that you're bringing into your business fun fact because we were talking about threads at the beginning of this episode I actually did this with my current clients. I sent out a message for the clients that we specifically do social media content creation and repurposing. I said, hey, I'm sure you guys already know, but this app is hot right now. Here's what we know about the app. Here's how it works. Here's why I think that it would be beneficial for you to be on this platform and why it would be beneficial for your business. If you're interested in letting me take this over for you, Here's my pricing for it. Boom, right there. It was so easy. It was one email and I sent it to multiple people. And guess what? I had two people say, yeah. So like, because I sent that one email, which literally took me 10 minutes to write, I was able to increase my revenue without really doing a whole lot of extra work because essentially what we're doing is just taking all their content that we've created for every other platform for the past however many years. And now we're just repurposing it and putting it onto threads. And because it's a new app and it's growing quickly, it's a really great way for our clients to gain exposure and to potentially grab new people into their audience. So it's a win-win, which I know is a little bit off tangent on the topic of scope creep, but I thought it was worth noting. So if this is happening to you and you'll know if scope creep is happening to you because you'll be able to do the math. And if you say, okay, I am charging $1,000 and I am working over 100 hours, then guess what? You're making like $10 an hour. Do you want to make $10 an hour if that's the case? Great. If you're like, well, actually, my hourly rate is X, then maybe you need to have a conversation with your client. And if you're looking to avoid scope creep, my advice to you is to get super clear on your pricing and your packages. And if there are a few things that don't fit into your packages, or if you make custom packages, then I would have an a la carte section on your pricing guide that's basically like, here's our three main packages, but here are some additional services that you can add on. Kind of like how at restaurants, they have the menu with all the dinner items, but then there's a little section on the side that's like, hey, if you also want a side of fries, we'll give you a side of fries for an extra $3. Same thing, but apply it to your online business. And if you are creating custom proposals, there is no shame in that. I think those are beautiful. And I think they work when done strategically for specific businesses. I know even myself creates custom packages from time and time again. Just be really specific on what that custom package includes. I would have a line item for everything that you're going to be doing under that category. So for instance, if your custom package, since we're talking about social media in this episode, your custom package is social media management. What does that mean? How many posts are going out? What are you creating? Are you using a schedule or how often are you put like, is it include analytics? Do you have to create the content? Are you pulling from somewhere? How many rounds of edits are allowed? All of these tiny details that a lot of times we're like, oh, they'll just work themselves out. Trust me, you're going to have that client that puts it to the test and you're going to wish that you have that line item to refer back to. So I hope that this is helpful. 
And if you have a question that you would love answered on the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram at Amanda Resch Holmes, and I would love to help support you. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Resch Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.